Welcome to the Give a Fuck podcast. I'm Liz. And my name is Ricardo. Together, we're exploring how to stay engaged in this highly complex world. And we're looking for answers to questions like, how do we, and you, stay grounded and present instead of feeling overwhelmed or just numbing out? In this episode, we're talking about anxiety and vulnerability and how it affects us all. Let's jump right in. So, in a moment where we are surrounded by people making huge efforts to show off a perfect lifestyle, it can be hard sometimes to believe that people are vulnerable. And the famous Portuguese poet Fernando Pessoa opens his famous poem in a straight line with I have never known anyone who ever had his ass kicked. All my acquaintances have been champions in everything. So, being in an the age of rise of social media. How do you perceive this um, social media versus vulnerability? Like, are we creating only fake narratives online and displaying more what we wanted to be versus what we really are? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I think both. Mm-hmm. I think probably we're still at the stage more where there's a lot more fake projection of what's happening. And just because also, probably if we look at it, at what, what we're posting every day, say on Facebook, on Instagram, I wonder if those times when you feel low, you're really, your instinct is to post. Probably it's more, or definitely what I see is when we're on holiday, when we're feeling good, then we're posting. Um, but there's definitely recently been situations where I've seen posts where I've actually been in the situation beforehand and it wasn't as great as what yeah. the person I've been with then posts it as. So I think we definitely have this tendency to try and post our best selves and yeah. we want our face to have a nice fat filter on it. Well, I definitely want my face to have a filter on it and... Um, And we want to definitely package how we present ourselves totally. in a way. On the other hand, I think social media has this massive potential for us to show up and be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And I also see that. Yes. So I think it's also about looking at who you're following on social media. Um, there's... One thing that I would say with the vulnerability thing, I feel like there's a lot of sharing that happens mm -hmm. on social media and you read through and you feel like somebody's really sharing a moment in their life. And then the last line is, if you want to explore this more, join me on my course, this, this, this. Yes, exactly. And that's starting to annoy me that it's, it's not just sharing. There seems to be a, a, an intent behind it. Although I really understand when it's sort of soul-based, heart-based um, courses that you're wanting to invite people into, you also want to connect with them in some way, and that's the way to connect yeah, on exactly. social media. So I think it's like a really fine line between the way it's used for marketing, mm -hmm. the way it's used to portray this perfect image of ourselves, mm -hmm. and then also the possibility to be vulnerable and really share moments when you don't feel so great. Yeah, totally. Uh, there's even I've seen some people saying like, uh, is Instagram therapy? You know, <laughs> because a lot of people I think share things and they have such a, 
huge like response from other people and kind of they connect to so mm -hmm. many people that it can end up like treating themselves you know like somehow healing themselves and I can observe kind of a little trend I know it's right from inside my bubble our bubble <laughs> you know like, where a lot of people I follow are more and more posting real life pictures and unburdened through their stories and like just you know like and uh, telling people directly in a very um, real life way what they're feeling what or if they are going to therapy and you know pictures of sometimes even them kind of crying <laughs> things like that and uh, yeah I know I think we mentioned in one of our last talks um, we've been increasing a lot in life quality and data but news are also heating up um, everyone every day and I guess the desire to change things maybe are giving people the courage to become everyday activists and help spread some nice words of encouragement you know even even again if it's only inside of our bubble like but uh, yeah maybe people uh, feel that they become more part of a movement of collective healing if they share what they're really going through and if they get a response for that and yeah like uh, there's a lot of like people like from minorities or like women that are getting super empowered you know from the lgbt community also like people who are showing a lot of empowerment and that's uh, inspiring so many people so another perspective would be like are we living in a, in a moment now where we are finally finding some power in vulnerability you know like our, uh, do you think that our power can come also from vulnerable dark places or and how is the connection to maybe sharing the our vulnerability and taking our courage or power from this sharing oh definitely i think uh, the the more vulnerable you're able to be the more power there is in that that i think is that that's that's a question separate of social media because that's a that's a human question for us all how vulnerable are we able to be i think maybe um social media i mean it's a medium at the end of the yeah. day and it's it's also how we use it i know in europe there's perhaps a lot more distrust of social media and there's very good reasons to be distrustful of the people behind it um, and it's been uh, social media has been used a lot. I mean, Cambridge Analytica, the country, the, uh, the company that was um, behind Trump getting elected, behind Brexit. I mean, really uh, using using people's data. Yeah. But then, on the other hand, if you look at um, how you can use it just to connect to people, and I mean, with a hashtag, you can tap into whole communities. I know that I definitely have of people sharing stuff that's really personal but that mm -hmm. can help you and that can yeah. feel connected and it's definitely part of um, us connecting in a different way and also I, I see for example we were um, talking about in Brazil as well the way the way social media can can be used and the way the way that social media is bringing just possibilities for us to connect mm -hmm. and not just show off to each other yeah. and not just constantly have advertising or hidden advertising but to maybe use it as a medium where we really connect beyond the boundaries that, w that we have 
And of course, vulnerability is always a huge part of that. I yeah. mean, how, how do you let your guard down? Just whether it's on social media, whether it's in front of the person that you love, whether it's in front of people that you know, how do you let yourself be, be vulnerable and, and allow others to be vulnerable around you? Yeah, and get this strength out of it. You know, like I read someone posting the other day that uh, she hit the rock bottom and she hanged out there for so long that she built up a cozy modern flat you know, <laughs> which became the go-to place for when she needed to recharge some courage energy you oh. know so it's <laughs> like you know like you just get comfortable with being in your shadow and you kind of like end up getting your strength or some courage from there you know like and I was like uh, speaking of courage I was like to to refer to courage um, because the origin of the, um, the, the word like comes from Latin and uh, courage comes from core which means heart and agen uh, age comes is like to act you know so core agen so it's like to act um, without rationalizing or even thinking about fear you know you just act oh, from your heart from so, the heart yeah exactly you don't you don't give space for fear to come in. So you just go for it, you know. And um, That's beautiful. Courage fun. is just heart-based action or just action that comes from the heart, that bypasses everything else. Exactly, exactly. That's, and I think courage, it's... Um, how, do you, how do you assess courage? I, I feel like we can all um, do something that takes courage every single day, you know? Totally. Like, it doesn't have to be fighting a lion. No, no, no. Luckily in Berlin, we don't have that situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just doing something that steps you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Even if it's if it's in some small way, that can be your courage act of the day. Yeah, even the courage to change yourself every day, to change your opinion every day. Because I think more and more, I think a lot of people are realizing you know, we are not one thing or another, we are multitudes, we are like this spectrum, you know, like, and we are, yeah, we, const we keep constantly evolving, so like people who share a lot on social media, they're allowing themselves also to maybe change their opinion in the next day, even though if there's a red, you know, it's registered there that one week ago, the person was thinking a different way, you know, but it takes courage to admit also, yeah, I change. You know, mm. I'm alive and I'll be always in this constant process of mutation and, you know, evolving into something. Um, yeah, and I think we're, we're all dealing with different fears, you know, because with vulnerability, there comes that fear of the reaction, the fear of judgment, the mm -hmm. fear of um, what are they going to say, how are they going to respond, that, that feeling, I don't know if you've ever had that feeling when you've shared a lot of yourself and you mm. have this sort of oversharing hangover or, <laughs> or this um, this vulnerability hangover and I think if we're talking about vulnerability I think Brenny Brown's probably the person who brought it most into the the collective when she talks about um, having the courage to stand in your vulnerability and also what how that can affect yeah. the the world around you um, if you're willing to be vulnerable and mm -hmm. show up in that and the truth is you will have to deal with getting hurt if you're vulnerable, but you could also create massive shifts, massive yeah. changes in everything 
around you and we're also scared to be vulnerable and I think we deal with all of these fears so we've spoken a lot in these conversations about overwhelm as well where we're all looking at what's happening in the world and this overwhelm that's these decisions that are being taken that we have no control over Mm -hmm. and then if you look at the people taking these decisions the one thing that unites them all I mean if you look at um, these men strutting about the world stage, so Trump, Bolsonaro, mm. Johnson, Boris Johnson. Patriarchies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's the one thing that they're all not doing? There's zero vulnerability. I yeah, mean, the worst exactly. thing that you can do is say in any situation, oh, I was wrong, I made a mistake, um, I perhaps wasn't right. Yeah. I mean... You can have the facts black on white that they were wrong and they'll be like, no, I was right. I was right in a different way. (laughs) And how far are they willing to go to prove they were right? You know, like they're going to fuck up the whole entire planet just to prove they were right. That's so uh, retarded, you know, like a way of thinking like this is really toxic uh, masculinity and patriarchalism. So. And I think with that, there's this anxiety that people are feeling as well with this like overwhelm of these big decisions happening. Yeah. And I know that with um, things like, for example, the Brexit happening in the UK, there's been this massive rise of personal anxiety mm-hmm. dealing with just these decisions that are affecting your life hugely that you can really have a lot of control over mm-hmm. and that's I think that's becoming um, a bigger problem and social media can connect us in a lot of ways but I think in that sense it's also limited how does it help you with your personal anxiety that's something where you're having to deal with that in that moment and you're having to find techniques to deal with that yeah personally in your own space yeah exactly actually like i had i experienced in the past some uh, panic attacks you know i before having one i even ever thought that they were it's not that i didn't think they were real but you just like you don't really understand something before you actually feel it in your skin you know somehow and so i was actually i suffer i was suffering from a lot of anxiety and then I arrived at work and I think I had a coffee which made me even more on my head, you know, like it was a warm day and stuff. And I started, I looked at the mirror, you know, and I had a kind of, uh, I don't know, a little paranoia moment and I saw something a bit distorted and I kind of um, started to feel really weird and I didn't know exactly what it was. I just like, my heart started to beat very, very fast. And I was like, fuck, I think I'm going to die. You know, like it was the first thing that came to my mind. And I immediately took the insurance, health insurance card out of my, my bum bag, you know, and I, I, I talked to a colleague of mine and just said, well, I'm not feeling well, you know, like just if something happens, please call the ambulance or something. Mm-hmm. I went outside and I was like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know exactly what was happening. And someone was uh, outside sitting and she realized me. And she came to me and said, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? And she was like, I think you're having a panic attack. And that was like literally an angel that came to me and said this sentence because when she said that, I was like, oh my God, I'm having a panic attack, you know? And then things started to slow down. 
but still took me like I thought I think maybe two hours until I fully came back you know but it's just like this huge yeah amount of anxiety and uh, adrenaline that suddenly invades your body you know like and I after that like this was like I don't know three years ago or something and after that I had two or three small episodes but as I had been through the situation before I knew immediately what it was and I kind of knew how to handle it you know like kind of go outside and breathe and stuff and I always ask someone that if I have someone that I really like that's around me I, I always tell the person you know go outside and stuff so I had I think yeah I think three three situations like that and the last ones were kind of caused by social media a little bit I think this this habit of before sleeping just going through the Instagram stories, you know, and seeing a bunch of stories and a lot of things. And it's almost like every story, you kind of open a little window inside of your head and that window's kind of, the, the window kind of stays open, you know, you don't really close. So suddenly you have like this giant amount of like windows open and you're processing a lot of information and then you turn your phone off and you you you, you try to sleep, you know, and, <laughs> and that's kind of really not healthy. I'm, um, after I had this uh, panic attack uh, episodes, I really tried to to set some boundaries, you know, with social media. And after the episodes, I was always trying to have a kind of week of social media, you know, free week kind of, you know, like. Um, and, uh, and if we go back to that first panic attack that you had, mm -hmm. were you aware? Of what it was until that woman came and said to you, I no, think no, you're no, having I a no panic idea. attack. I thought I was going to just... You just thought your heart was like, bang. My heart was really, yeah. yeah. And uh, I had had a little um, situation with a tooth, like previously, you know, and I, I had read about the relationship about like a, a little surgery in the tooth with uh, heart attacks, you know, that you really need to be careful and stuff. And... Um, and as I was smoking at that uh, point of my life, I also like thought that, well, maybe I did something wrong and then it's just now I'm going to have this heart attack and I'm going to die here. So it was, it was really scary, you know, so it was really helpful that someone called me down, someone I don't know, I don't even know her name or anything, you know, uh, but I think people should be more and more aware of this. Uh, anxiety attacks and like how it can happen with everyone and I think it's happening more and more with everyone and everyone should at least know a little bit about it because you can yeah you can save someone's life or you know like yeah. this so yeah. I think I like that image that you had as well of these windows popping up when yeah. you look at social media and um, because it happens with the news as well yeah and we have these, I mean, you in Brazil with Bolsonaro and everything that's happening there with me, um, what's happening in the UK at the moment with the whole Brexit. And it is, um, it does cause anxiety yeah. because it really affects people's lives. Yeah. So you have this information overload almost from the news and the news isn't designed to make you feel better necessarily. It's designed to inform you, but then obviously the market also guides news um so there's a lot of maybe maybe there's like this this gravitation towards the most 
um, the worst way of presenting news or I'm, I'm trying to avoid saying the word sensationalist because not all news is sensationalist, yeah. of course, but even when it's very serious and just somberly reported, um, that causes real anxiety, you know, because it can cause this anger and this feeling of helplessness. Mm-hmm. And then when you combine that with these windows popping up of social media, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of information that we're yeah. processing all of the time. Exactly. And maybe we can talk about what was your way of then, because you said it came up a few times afterwards, what's yeah. your best way of calming yourself down or dealing with what's happening in your body at that moment? Yeah, what, well, like, like I started to avoid things that would make me more, you know, like with this feeling of anxiety, which for me, like it, it was like in that period it was, coffee you know was uh, I was working at the agency full-time I was drinking coffee every day like from the morning to you know the end of the afternoon so I kind of cut coffee I substitute for like green tea you know I also like in the yeah in the following months I kind of um, lowered the amount of alcohol I was consuming during the week uh, I kind of quit smoking somehow um, and I think it's just like I'm trying to avoid using social media before I sleep as the last thing I do and also not as the first thing I do in the morning, you know, because it kind of uh, it creates almost this, yeah, it's like this, uh, this line that is almost not, in, you know, like uh, I think it's, sleeping is one of the most precious things that we have and I think it should really be taken as a ritual of like when you wake up, you have a new beginning, you know, and if you like grab your phone immediately when you wake up, it's almost like you're continuing something, but you don't have a new fresh, a fresh new start, you know. So I think those things are really helpful and to balance also the amount of bad news that we read with kind of positives positive news you know and positive perspectives because I think um, yeah if we are so much surrounded by dystopian perspectives we need to start building from inside from outside new utopian perspectives we need to start believing again that things are possible that it's possible to change so it's really important that if we are reading too much bad news, you know, reality news, that we balance that with a bit of, be it a positive fantasy or poems or positive news or like blogs of activism, you know, like, but we really need to balance things out. Otherwise, we're going to just go down in this spiral of, yeah, anxiety, fear and negativism, you know, and this is the moment that, no, we need to use this information to get more to transform into power to be more activists and to yeah help transforming things and we cannot yeah go down now you know exactly <laughs> alchemize it alchemize it all into this this fire of action because mm-hmm. i've um, seen a lot of people saying that they don't look at news at all that they completely separate themselves from that and i think everybody should do what helps them but i know for me um just because of the work that I do, that would be impossible. But also, I feel like my part that I want to play in being conscious to that and being present to what is happening, mm-hmm. 
around the world and what's happening here. So not completely cutting off news, being aware of what's happening, yeah. but then finding a way to, as you say, transform that and yeah. to, to, to take that energy and move that into a positive way of action, of changing things, of becoming an activist. Yeah. And one thing that I've found very useful for me is having some breathing techniques on yeah. hand. So whenever you notice, because you do notice it in your body, you notice like yeah, even if it's a very it slight yeah. tenseness or um, even in situations where you feel nervous, we spoke at the beginning about everyday courage, that you push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone every day. And when you feel that tension coming, and I've seen, I've seen advice to just accept it as excitement as opposed to nervousness. But what helps me is to always go back to the breath yeah. and to be aware of your breathing because often what happens is we breathe in a more shallow way. So we start doing these shallower breaths where we're mm -hmm. not fully breathing and to just take a moment just to really breathe deeply. You yeah. can count to three, you can count to four on the in-breath and the out-breath. Um, if you do alternate nostril breathing, that really helps me. If you breathe in one nostril, breathe out the other one, and you cover the other nostrils as you're doing it. It's very simple techniques to just come back into the body, to just feel calmer, um, to arrive in the present moment, and then to be able to function within this hugely connected, complex world where we have this information overload and we have a lot of scary things happening at the same time that we need to find a way to navigate through yeah. and uh, I think definitely also talking about it connecting yeah. with other people and saying well this this has been happening and and, and being open about it and sharing totally. it so that we can start sort of chipping away at this idea that we all have to be our perfect selves yeah. and we and we have to show ourselves. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we're living in the age of mental illness, where mental illnesses are raising, you know, like depression, you know, like uh, anxiety, panic attacks. And it's, uh, we're still learning how to deal with that as a society, you know, like, uh, can, like here in Berlin, for example, it's so hard to find a therapist, you know, like uh, they are all booked out, you know, like so we're having to find alternative ways ourselves and we are doing that yeah together now while feeling sometimes you know depressed while feeling this panic attacks and like there's not yeah we're still learning uh, new ways of dealing with that and that will increase more and more so it's really important that we talk about it so and, and that we use also science you know like not only um sometimes narratives that are not really true you know like i uh, just one example i see uh i saw a post the other day from uh i don't know someone reshared it and uh it was on instagram i was from uh, one of these new age portals or something very mystical but sometimes a bit not too grounded you know like and it was a post saying like oh there's lots of shifts of energy coming from space and we are like in this new era and entering this portal so if you're feeling really anxious or depressed like just be aware that that's normal because these shifts are happening and stuff 
And I found that really dangerous, you know, to just um, connect maybe your feelings to something that who who knows where this information came from you know so it's 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 kind of dangerous to make people believe that it's normal to be depressed now because there's a shift happening i think we always need to be aware of what we're feeling and we need to kind of ask for help and talk about it you know and not hide out and um yeah and collectively find solutions to yeah, heal mm. all of this you know I would agree with that, but for me, it does help me to know that there are collective shifts in energy happening. So it does help me to know that there is um, that there is a, a collective shift happening because it's um, because of the the astrological shifts that are happening. So I think it's um, being aware of that, but then also really looking at personal what's happening in yourself in yeah. your body. And one thing that um, has helped me a lot is something that I learned from my teacher, Chamele Arda, of the Awakening Women Institute, is to feel the energy of your feelings completely because mm -hmm. it's all energy and if we can move with it, if we can feel it, it will move. Mm -hmm. So we have this fear of feeling, like in, in inverted commas, bad feelings so the sadness the grief the anxiety mm -hmm. the anger and we try and push it away and what mm -hmm. that does is create these blockages mm -hmm. and the, the energy builds up and builds up and we're not moving it whereas if we allow ourselves to feel it fully mm -hmm. then that will move because it's all energy and energy will change yeah. and it can move and i think you see that in children a lot, that they can be sad and crying one second, two seconds later yeah. they're smiling and happy because they've completely felt that energy. Yeah. And I think we're often very scared to to show that. And yeah. I mean, I grew up with this, I don't even know where it comes from, but it's a saying, laugh in the world, laugh with, laughs with you, cry and you cry alone. Mm. And for me, that was always like, yeah, if, if, if you're feeling sad, you better do it. You yourself because you won't you, know. you won't be accepted otherwise yeah and actually what we should be doing is is bringing this whole human experience with all the light and the shadow more to each other and so that we can actually experience that more with each other and perhaps doing that on social media is is one of the ways that we can bring yeah. that forward yeah so you're going to post something really vulnerable today on social media? <laughs> I haven't been posting much at all, but, uh, <laughs> but I for sure yeah, want to get more into this movement of showing up more and writing more, like real Honesty, life. Yeah. vulnerability. Exactly, because that can always inspire other people that are feeling the same and people who maybe don't have the courage to tell other people or talk about it, you know, for any reasons yeah we're all going through stuff <laughs> yeah but we'll go through this more and more together and yeah by understanding what we're feeling feeling what we should feel and not avoiding because sometimes as you said like pain comes from not feeling what you should feel you know not releasing uh, so yeah we, even though the world is in a very complex moment, it's very complex to understand where where we are at at the moment and who 
we are as a species, where we are going as a species, and if we are all going to survive or not. I think, uh, yeah, by understanding more and more and trying to understand ourselves and trying to study ourselves, I think step by step we're going to reach nice conclusions and yeah, we're going to go through it together. So So let us know how you feel about that. What do you do to stay grounded? What do you do to stay in your body, to feel connected? Um, How do you deal with anxiety? I'd love to hear from you all. Thanks for listening. That was our conversation this week. We hope you find it interesting or that it resonated with you. We mentioned a few people during the conversation. You can find their ads in the podcast description. Obviously, there's the Queen of Vulnerability, that's Brene Brown. And we'll also link to a free meditation app that we like, which we didn't mention, but we can recommend. It's called Oak Meditation and you can get all the info there. Please also let us know if you have any questions, ideas, feedback, anything you want to tell us. Uh, You can find our ads and email also in the description of the podcast. We would love to hear from you. Uh, So please get in touch. See you next time.